Hey guys, on this episode of EdTech, we're going to be talking about virtual commencements and all the updates and all the good stuff that has happened because of the coronavirus. All this and more on EdTech. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is EdTech, episode 86, COVID updates and virtual commencement. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. This is EdTech, the monthly higher ed tech podcast. As, as always, I'm joined by Mr. Ernie Bailey. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine, Bill. Oh, and by the way, we also like the improved uh, wallpaper in uh, Ernie's office. We did not pay him for this one. <laughs> Uh, also, we're joined by Rob Raspberry. How are you, sir? Great. Always happy to be here. Indeed. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Scott Tyner, who looks to be in the uh, Hogwarts uh, library there. Uh, so he's just catching up on his reading. So how are you, Scott? I'm, I'm doing well, Bill. And yes, I'm just making sure that I'm, I'm well read uh, and able to go into Jeopardy when this is all over. Ah, fair enough. You, you, eventually, you want to uh, see if you can actually beat Alex Trebek beforehand. <laughs> or at least Jeopardy James. Oh, there we yeah. go. So, indeed. So, uh, first and foremost, um, obviously, we're all kind of uh, working through our uh, coronavirus uh, uh, issues and everything. Uh, the big one I want to say is now that we're kind of moving into the end of the semesters and everything, uh, guys, the, ba- the thing I want to get uh, um, I want to get from everybody is how are you guys all handling commencement Granted, for some of us, it's the, here, I'll help uh, wrangle the cats. And by that, I mean, you know, students here, you have to actually stay for the procession. And you actually have to stay for the, uh, the uh, alma mater at the end. If you're like me, I don't have to do either of those. But, um, you know, how are you guys all handling uh, commencement? For us, we're doing it virtually. Um, yeah. I'll go around the room with this. Yeah, yeah we're doing a, uh, multiple virtual graduations this year as opposed to a single campus-wide one. Uh, each college is kind of doing their own thing. Uh, we're starting tomorrow uh, with two. Uh, and the way we're going to be doing it is all the students will be safely tucked away at home or somewhere, and they will be hooded by a family member, significant other, friend, whatever, at their house after being introduced by uh, a faculty member on Zoom coming from one of our lecture halls. And then because of the size of the class versus uh, the size of a real Zoom meeting, we're taking the Zoom image plus our feed from the lecture hall and streaming that back out so they can share a live stream uh, with family, friends, whoever wants to, to watch. See, now that's interesting because for us, we have always tended to use a live stream in that uh, for us, when we would have like, say, the graduate commencement, um, the auditorium that we would always have it in never really quite hit, it would have the right amount of capacity. So we would just live stream it to the next closest building and then the family members could all go in and we didn't realize just how popular that was until the fact that we had 17 classrooms filled with family members. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, in the future, it may just be here. We're just going to, you know, uh, uh, 
for the most part, we're probably going to, well, we always tend to stream everything on YouTube, but uh, yeah, with virtual commencements, it's been, it's, it's been interesting. Rob or Scott, uh, same, same uh, line of thought, or you guys are just looking going, yeah, it's already been handled. Well, it's sort of a, a hodgepodge with us. So we really don't know. There's been talk about doing a university-wide sort of virtual commencement in the fall, but a number of colleges and departments already now are have like one I know in, uh, in a college of nursing, uh, one of their um, colleges and departments has already done theirs live on Zoom. Uh, we have requests from some of the bigger colleges to do actually videos. So it's not really per se a live commencement where you know we're producing a video having five seconds of each student that's graduated put up there, put their name up there and the dean will you know, uh, say their name and we do a pre-produced video. It, it's sort of been a mix. And unfortunately, since we're later, our commencements typically run into June. So I'm sure we're gonna be getting many last minute calls saying help us. But at this point, you know, it's just sort of a mix. Yeah, uh, Scott. Uh, as I say, you guys, you guys just uh, throwing out a VHS tape or what? <laughs> yeah, right. we uh, we're fortunate, of course, that we're a, a college, so we only we don't have separate schools. Uh, so we're going to do a virtual graduation on the same date and time that our uh, in person was scheduled. Trying to keep some of the same sight sounds traditions in place uh, and give the students kind of that day that says that they're now a, a graduate of the college and then planning to try to do something uh, probably next summer, actually, for this, for this graduating class. Uh, but it, it's well underway. Uh, we have great teams that are, that are working on it. So uh, we're pretty confident it's going to go swimmingly. Yeah, for us, um, we are plan we've, uh, we've planned a virtual commencement uh, for both graduate and undergraduate. Uh, however, just to kind of give us, you know, once again, this is all still planning and hypothetical. Uh, they are looking at having a uh, in-person uh, portion uh, in the fall. Once again, this is all, you know, provided things go well. Uh, you know, I th and just, just for reference, in my state, uh, we just opened up non-essential construction. And uh, I believe we're also now allowing curbside pickup for retail. Um, you're not allowed in the stores, but you're allowed curbside pickup. So, you know, we're slowly easing into it and everything. Uh, so that being said, uh, we're going to take a look at the first article and that comes to us, uh, via commercial integrator, uh, for them, if you, as I say, if you take a look at the, take a look through the slides and the article and everything, um, it's a list of products that are kind of help, helping integrators solve, uh, COVID-19 related problems. So, uh, in certain cases, it's uh, a mix of high tech meets low tech. I mean, you know, one of the ones they have is, you know, oh, here, check out our touchless menus. And it's a QR code and folks can just scan the QR code and, you know, bring it, it brings up the menu for the, uh, for, you know, the restaurant or what, what have you and everything. Um, the one that I find kind of interesting, and I just did not see this coming, is um, the folks over at Aurora. Uh, in the fact that they actually uh, are making tablets that actually have a temperature check uh, reader built into the uh, built into the tablet, which part of me goes, oh, that's really cool. The other part of me goes, now once again, being on campus.
and being someone who has to every now and then has to deal with PII. And, uh, you know, once again, I know, as I say, Ernie, I'm going to be kind of interested to hear your opinion on this one. Uh, the temperature sensor, yay. The camera that comes with the temperature sensor, not so much. And I almost want to tell the folks, listen, if there's a way where you could actually put like maybe a shutter over the, over the actual lens and then just have like an IR, like an IR reader or something, most folks will probably be okay with that. But I know this from, you know, multiple times on campus. There are times where we go, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we can videotape this. Did you get releases? No, we can't do this. Um, so, and on top of that, there are just, there are just students who say, yeah, no, I don't want to, you know, I don't like, there are times we've had discussions, um, where we've used, uh, an attendance program and some of our faculty said, yeah, we want to have, uh, we want to have attendance lists that actually have, uh, photos in the, uh, in the sheets and everything. And it literally turned into a number of students said, well, I don't want to have my, I, I don't want to have my photo taken and you can't actually force me. Like, well, we'll just use what's on your student ID. And they're like, no. And it turned into a bit of a hodgepodge. So I just want to hear you guys' uh, thoughts on these for a minute. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, I thought that, you know, the tablet with the camera was interesting. You know, the the poly unit, you know, we've seen a lot of this stuff before. And it was interesting that obviously the article was geared towards, you know, uh, mostly non-educational applications. So yeah. it was sort of hard to, to hone in on, you know, what was best. I mean, you know, you have speakerphones, you have your, you know, uh, the encoder. Um, you know, it's good that they're at least putting stuff out there that sort of says, you know, we're taking things sort of out of your hands a little bit and and doing that kind of thing. There really wasn't anything that sort of jumped out at me. I mean, you know, the one thing that it did make me think about, and I know you're probably going to hate me for this, is yeah. we had the discussion about, you know, the Alexa and the touch panel stuff the sort of that the whole thing about the hands-free kind of thing coming into play made Mm -hmm. me think about that kind of stuff so it would be nice if you know commercial integrator put out something more along those lines as those alternatives during the you know this pandemic oh yeah now the the one that i i saw and i kind of had to laugh and it's not so much me laughing at it so much it's just it's one of those certain things fall under our certain things fall under our umbrella certain others don't uh, the one I looked and said, oh, that's funny, was uh, the cell phone booster. I went, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I've tried doing that in my school so many times. And they go, listen, we have a partnership with AT&T. Yeah, but I have Verizon. Oh, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> Bill, your work phone is AT&T. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. Um, so it's, once again, it's one of those ones where I looked and went, oh, that's cool. I don't actually install these. And if we did, we you know, our telecom folks put in stuff that, that, you know, looks like a, like you're trying to shove a Mack truck into the, uh, into the telecom office. But, uh, yeah, like I said, there's, there's little bits here and there where I looked and said, Oh, all right. I understand where they're coming from with this and everything, but I do agree with you. If anything, uh, I'm, I'm actually looking at things more along the lines of, I'm surprised this doesn't spur like within the next three to six, within the next quarter or two that, either Crestron, AMX, whoever you want to talk about with this, doesn't come up with at least some sort of uh, major interface to uh, Alexa or to Siri or whoever in the fact that folks are going to go and say, yeah, no, I don't want to constantly keep cleaning the touch panel. 
or, you know, I didn't bring any wipes with me. I don't know where this has been. Not saying folks are germaphobes. I mean, in my own case, uh, you know, our, our department of nursing folks have blatantly said, yeah, listen, we want to have paper towel dispensers back in, uh, in the building. And of course our capital plans folks went, no, 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 we went green. And they're like, no, you don't understand. We don't like, unless you put uh, toe kicks uh, at the, uh, uh, um, at the door handles and everything, they're like, we, we, you know, we need to have this. So once again, it's high tech, low tech stuff. So, um, <clears throat> moving on from that, uh, the one thing I wanted to kind of touch base with everyone about was um, how some of their schools have either adopted new policy or have pushed something new just due to uh, the corona, uh, to the uh, COVID issues and everything. Um, you know, in my case, I'll, as I say, I'll get into it in a minute, but uh, for us, we purchased a number of uh, uh yeah, essentially USB dock cams. Um, and it's because we're trying to make every classroom remote accessible. Now, by that, I don't mean, you know, that our own folks are going to be able to remote into the PCs and touch panels because we already do that. In this case, it's making the classes available to the students via Zoom or via Blackboard Collaborate or a mixture of both because I believe there's actually a way where you can funnel one into the other. But um, in our case, we're trying to make it to where our classes are accessible to students no matter what. So I, you know, if you guys have anything along those lines, I'd love to hear this. Ernie? Yeah, uh, we have uh, done pretty much the same thing. Uh, we went, you know, Two months ago, we had zero Zoom licenses on campus, uh, about 550 so far, uh, looking at growing that, uh, using that for our, our faculty uh, and administrative use. But uh, every, every room, you know, like you said, we're trying to make as accessible as possible. We've gone through over the last couple of weeks through every room and uh, marked out exactly uh, how far or you know how many students we can get in a room and maintain social distancing if we mm -hmm. want to bring them back uh, mm -hmm. I find it interesting the active learning uh, center you know we have team tables we have one person in each team now uh, yeah that's the thing I was <laughs> gonna ask was was for us uh, uh, for us I was always kind of curious is uh, I was talking with, jo with uh, Josiah way the other day and one of the things you brought up was, so how about active learning? And I went, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I went, oh, so, oh no. Uh, we're uh, like you, we're doing both Zoom and Blackboard Collaborate. Uh, you know, one thing I'm trying to uh, convince the faculty is if I can do one in the room, I can do the other. Yeah. Said, you know, uh, the same tools in the computer make them both happen. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got a network card, a camera, and a microphone. That, that's all we need. Uh, so uh, we've looked at that, um, and we're seeing what we can do to, you know, put webcams in the rooms that don't have them. Uh, we've purchased uh, over 500 webcams so far this year. Uh, got some very interesting ones because you get what you can get right now. Uh yes. Uh, if anything, uh, Logitech and a couple other companies right now are probably just looking at everything and going, we've got a license to print money. How do we actually yeah. make more of these? 
Right. Uh, I've been surprised. I mean, I got some $25 webcams from one of my suppliers. Uh, they're interesting. They look like uh, an old pocket-sized uh, single-lens reflex SLR camera <laughs> on a goose neck. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a microphone on a second gooseneck coming up out of them. Uh, the first ones came with real nice labeling on the boxes and all that. The second uh -oh. set came in white boxes, no markings whatsoever. Uh, you know, just a box inside a little white sleeve, like I said, no printing or anything else. The third round that came in, there wasn't even the outer sleeve. <laughs> It was, it was it just like it looked like really beat up and it had like some duct tape over it and said camera. Exactly. Uh, I've been surprised out of, you know, we bought like 300 or 400 of those to start out with. I had three failures out of the entire batch. Uh, so, you know, we were, I mean, that kind for that price and that fast of manufacturing, uh, we really thought we'd see, you know, a 20 to 30% failure rate. Um, so uh, we were happy with that. Uh, we've also got some Logitechs. Uh, we're getting whatever we can get. You know, we contacted our supplier earlier this week and they said, you know, no more right now where we should have some at the end of this week or early next week. Of course, you've got to, have the purchase order before they get them in to get on the list. So. Yeah, in, in our case, uh, we were gonna, we purchased about 130 uh, um, uh, webcams from a company called Hovercam. Yeah, and uh, I mean they're fine. They're great. They're they're USB three uh, cameras and everything. Um, and I was joking around with the, the distributor and I said, can't we just get it, uh, get it directly from you guys? And he's like, no, no, no. We prefer you go through one of our vendors. I'm like, okay, cool. Can you at least, uh, produce like, I was like, can you, can, if we bought like 130 to 150, could you do that? And he went, the cameras, yes. The mounts that surprisingly enough, we're actually running out of. So the sooner better than later, uh, we'd prefer you guys do that. So uh, it would turn into a, yeah, we got to buy this now and about 60 K later, uh, you know, it's, it's through and done. So, yeah. it, you know, it, it's, it's us adapting to, you know, what's going to be the new norm. Uh, you know, I, as I say, for the foreseeable future. So uh, Rob, you're just kind of nodding and going along, going like been there, done that. <laughs> already happened in, already happened in excess. No, no. So we're uh, you're way you're ahead of our, us at that oh. in that respect uh, because we're currently have a university wide task force that's taking a look at every possibility. And the interesting part is, really, it seems the harder part is is that if there is some type of hybrid setup, how do you deal with the physical aspect of this? They're sort of looking at it to determine whether or not in the fall. We'll have some people here or we'll keep everything online for our summer semester. Things are all online. Everything's going fine. And surprisingly, even the challenged professors and instructors are working the Zoom platform and collaborate. They're working them remarkably well, which was astounding. So I guess it's amazing what you can do when you force somebody to do something. Um, so, you know, we're taking a look at all those different aspects and because we have so many different colleges and, and different departments we're trying to get an overall inventory of what classrooms already are you know camera ready have you know uh recording capability that kind of thing 
But I think what it's going to end up being initially until like, say, we know we order these hundreds and hundreds of webcams and everything else is most laptops, you know, they have, unfortunately, they have the little camera, they have the microphone. It's not the greatest quality. I think one of our biggest things may be just purchasing, you know, USB conference phones to increase the quality an instructor comes into a classroom that may not be equipped with a camera, puts their laptop, plugs into Zoom, projects it on the on the screen, on the display projector, and they go to it. Um, so, you know, you're, you're ahead of us on that curve, but we're looking at it sort of, uh, you know, very closely to see how we can combine the physical aspect and then the online aspect of what's of what's going on. Uh, but fortunately, you know, um, like Ernie, we we just transitioned into this and having our enterprise account, as I mentioned before, was a big help. And um, also, you know, the collaborate in Blackboard. So one of the things that we're looking at is memory is a problem for recordings. Everything needs to be recorded. And so where do you store all that stuff? So we're sort of looking at this Zoom Kaltura integration, trying to assess that to see if that works. I can, I can definitely see that. Um, that's the thing I'm waiting on for, uh, for us to suddenly uh, have that, uh, where are we going to store all this? Um, <clears throat> at the same time, I also happily look and say, listen, I'm just the hardware monkey in the, in, for the classrooms at the moment. I'm not having to handle the actual uh, storage stuff. Although on the flip side, um, we are also in the fact that we have to juggle three monsters in that we have uh, Blackboard Collaborate, we have Zoom, and then on top of that is the fact that we also have an enterprise WebEx license. And uh, we've been, originally we were trying to push with everyone, yeah, go WebEx. And you know as well as you guys know as well as I do, um, it's whoever gets the branding first is what the folks want. Doesn't matter if there are better features, doesn't matter if there are you know, easier options or anything like that. They're like, nope. So our faculty, uh, we, were, we told them all, hey, we've got WebEx, you guys can do the WebEx sessions. You can push the same invites out to the students and everything else. And the faculty went and said, nope, we want Zoom. And they went to the president and said, we want Zoom. President said, we're getting Zoom. <laughs> it was a, okay, no problem, it is what it is. Uh, Scott, uh, as I say, you're, you're just kind of like smiling and nodding with all this. And, and uh, as I'm going to tell everyone, before Scott gets this, I'm just going to throw this out here. Uh, one of our other articles was actually uh, Scott's uh, Tyner, Scott's, sorry, was Scott's uh, article um, about COVID-19 and an update about things. So, um, you know, we're just going to kind of lump, this, lump the two of them together and everything. But once again, Scott, please, by all means, have at it. Yeah, I mean, we're dealing with the, the same issues as everybody, right? And we're, we're very much looking at this high flex model for the fall, where we plan on having students on campus. We know that some are going to have to be quarantined. We know some faculty aren't going to be able to make it on campus. So cameras, audio in every classroom, the ability to uh, do class capture as much as possible. Um, we did, we, we had a amazing, and I think, you know, like, like, like Rob said, um, reaction to zoom from from our faculty who really use some of the features we wouldn't have expected them to like breakout rooms and uh, we had faculty who were actually importing the lists before a meeting for who goes into what breakout room and um, so really using it in some some interesting and unique ways but i know for us we we are a residential campus and uh, what we're doing with some of these features right now um, is a short-term fix 
that we, we do our best when our students are on campus in classrooms uh, with, with our faculty. Um, but that's not to say, I, I think one of the things we will realize through this is that this will become a regular feature of our rooms going forward just in case. Uh, I, I think we all think of business continuity planning as we go along, but this one kind of really slapped us in the face and said, there's some other issues. You know, I know, Bill, you, you might have dealt with, uh, with, with Sandy 10 or so years ago or whatever with business continuity. And we've, you know, we do snowstorms on occasion that are two or three days, but anything that's going to kind of shut us down for long periods of time, which is possible, we'll be more ready for now. Yeah, the, the, that's, that's the biggest point I think that a lot of folks are going to take away from this is when it comes to the newer classrooms and your newer lecture spaces and everything else. Um, before it used to be, here, listen, I just want to get the content up on the screen. Just, you know, get it, bing, bang, boom, done. Uh, you know, Ernie's case, you know, he's, he's been a little bit more ahead of the curve and making it to where here, you know, we can actually bring folks in and everything else. Um, whether it was, you know, ye, via, via the, uh, uh, and once again, I'm going to be dating myself with this one, via the days of yore where you had the, uh, poly, the uh, you know, your, your poly stations or your, or in my case, it was the uh, Tamberg, uh, Tamberg Classics. Uh, yeah, I know. Everyone's just nodding like, ah, those are the days. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I was one of the few that actually knew what the Net25 connector did, too. I was uh, going to say Pitchertel. <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, in any event, these days it's it's kind of turning more into okay. How many data drops do we need in the room? How do we do this over the network? How do we flex this better? Um, I'm looking more at things where I'm saying, you know, for us, and, and I, I laugh because um, my uh, my extended family and uh, the girlfriend laughs about this so much. They you know, we're looking at everything ahead and yes, we are looking at some budgetary shortfalls and everything as is everybody. Um, but you know, she looked at me and she goes, wait a minute, you guys are still planning on doing a renovation, right? I said, yeah. She's like, are you guys still planning? I said, oh yeah, this was all planned way, way, way before all this happened. I said, some stuff may get put on hold, but I said this, like that project, that's still, that's still going to happen because for us, that's, our building that's going to be doing like our Microsoft certifications, our CompTIA certifications. I said, those are all like easy turnaround, you know, low, it's, it's low maintenance, but high output um, classes. I said, yeah, the school's still going forward with that. And she's like, are you guys still planning on doing like distance learning with that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, there's, I said, there, we're, we're going to be adapting and, you know, case in point, what we, what we planned originally for that building is what we're going to be doing for the rest of the campus. So it's just how we uh, adapt and, and uh, move on with it. So um, Scott, once again, like it's when, what are some, uh, this is the big question I'm going to have for you. Um, what's been at least the biggest surprise that you've come out of, out of this with uh, at least with the faculty and everything, and not just the ones where you, you know, as I would put, would be very seasoned and you're just like, Oh, they, they, you know, so-and-so took to it. That's amazing. What, like, what were some of the things that you looked and just went, huh, I never thought of it this way, or that's great that they're, you know, there wasn't even like a drop off for some of the, some of the faculty. Uh, I think actually it's for me, Bill, it's, it's just a, an overall surprise that, I mean, we didn't 
have a faculty member who either said, no, I'm not doing that, mm-hmm. or who kind of gave a real problem to us and was a real headache. I mean, oh. to the person, every, every single person was uh, thankful, supportive. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you for this. Um, and I, I think that that's where we kind of get down to that. We're all in this together, right? This mm-hmm. nobody's fault. Nobody could have prevented this. Um, I, I think what will be interesting going forward is how how much faculty have learned from it and how much they're willing to continue some of these changes. And again, I'm not saying do online learning all the time, but think about, well, maybe a flipped classroom does make sense going forward. Uh, maybe a student who's traveling for athletic contests could flip open their laptop and listen to my lecture um, where there was a lot of hesitation to that kind of stuff in the past of recording lectures or putting, you know, uh, the classroom live online. So I think some of those things will be the interesting thing to see and, and may, may surprise us. Yeah, the thing that I'm kind of looking at, at least with our school, is we may see an increased adoption of hybrid classes. And for those of you who are not familiar with them and everything, it's X number of classes are done online, and then X number of classes are either in person or they're condensed, you know, or they have X number of classes online. That way, the number of in person classes are reduced. So it's, you know, as I say, at least in the AV world as technology managers, I've known a couple of companies that have done, you know, essentially the hybrid for, form of uh, these classes and everything. Uh, Extron's done them. Crestron's done them a lot uh, in which it's here, take this amount of online classes ahead of time. That way when you actually are on site and taking the classes, it's just here, let's hit the ground running and go. So I, I have a feeling we're going to we're going to start seeing a little bit more of those um, going forward, at least on our campus, that's for, that's for certain. Um, guys, looking at the times and everything, uh, that's probably about all the time we really have. Uh, where can the fine folks find you at, uh, Mr. Tyner? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at S. Tyner, and you can uh, find me on LinkedIn as well. All right, Mr. Raspberry? Uh, LinkedIn, and of course, on this amazing program. Oh, indeed. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Mr. Ernie Bailey, where can the fine folks find you at? You can find me on LinkedIn. Oh, there you go. Folks, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, periodically, you'll probably find me on uh, Twitter, but that's only because uh, I'm usually following to see whatever Joe Way or uh, his minions at USC, as uh, uh, it's Joe's Joe, are uh, throwing at the poor man on the following days. In any event, once again, this has been EdTech, part of the AV Nation family of podcasts. As always, this is EdTech.